Hey everyone, um, thank you for joining me today on Animated X's Nose. I know it's been a while. I know we haven't talked in a long time, and so I decided to come back and try to change things up a bit. Uh, in the past, I tried to write scripts, and I tried to do a couple other things, and really add some professionalism to what I was doing. I didn't really enjoy that, which kind of defeats the purpose of me doing this. I started this because I just wanted to talk about anime. That's all I wanted to do. And start a dialogue with like-minded people that were also really into anime. So I'm going to change things up, and I'm going to make things a lot more casual. I'm just going to get on here, and I'm going to talk about the anime I watched recently, just talk about what I liked about it. I'm not going to write a script, and I'm not going to force things or grade things or try to rank things. I'm not going to do any of that anymore. It just wasn't my style. So please, bear with me. I just checked, because as you guys know, I haven't made anything recently. I have an established viewership. There are people in 14 countries that have listened to me. That, to me, is incredible. I just screwed around and threw together a couple of recordings of myself talking about some trash anime probably maybe a couple thousand people watched. Well, Air Fioretta, that show's getting a second season. So maybe that's a little bit more popular. But it's really humbling knowing that even as I deleted this app and didn't make any podcasts for a year... I still had people watching, or listening rather, to what I was saying just a couple days ago. My friends always told me I should continue trying to do this. And I, I think that I, I want to. I want to talk about anime with you people. The people that would go out and look for a podcast like this. You guys are the kind of people I want to talk about anime with. So on that note, this is going to be a little different. I've watched a lot of anime recently, as I always do, and I just want to talk about it and start a conversation and see if people just agree, disagree, have different views. I'm so open-minded to different interpretations of this art form that we all get to enjoy, so... That's kind of how this episode's going to be. But thank you again so much for listening. No one knows how much I appreciate this stuff. It's a really big deal to me. So let's get started. All right, now that we have the mushy reunion out of the way, let's go ahead and get started. The first I want to talk about is something that a lot of people have been recommending to me, and I really, really enjoyed it. It popped up in my top 10 immediately was Vinland Saga. Some of you may know, some of you may not. I, I'm actually a really big dub fan, right? As a, an English speaker, native English speaker, and someone who really doesn't speak any other English, or sorry, any other language well, except for Spanish, I, it's hard for me to listen to other languages and hear the emotion. A lot of people say sub- is way more emotional. And yes, Sub has a, you know, every voice actor in the industry is amazing and they have a vast kind of 
people. Like, they, there's so many people that are voice actors in Japan. It's an insane market. Well, in, in English dub voice acting, there's, there's probably 25 or 30 voice actors in, in dub voice acting in terms of American voice actors, at least. There's not, not a lot. And so you hear the same voices over and over again, but they're very good. And for me, I just, I also, I'm, I'm, I'm a slow reader. So when it comes to reading subtitles, it's hard. But uh, that, that's me explaining why I watch dub. The Vinland Saga dub hasn't really been released yet, but I saw that it got done. There's two of them, one made by Sentai Filmworks, and the other was made by Netflix itself, which I saw clips of both on Reddit, and I, I was like, oh, this is really exciting. It's been recommended to me over and over again. Finally get to watch it in a way that I can truly engage. And so... The Netflix version is only available in Japan, and I'm pretty sure that was an accident that someone might have messed up on. But, oh well. And Sentai hasn't released theirs yet. That's not even announced. They've only announced that they've been in production. So I went online, as a good anime fan does, went to Kiss Anime and started watching uh, Vinland Saga. I hope I don't get in trouble for that. But, oh well. Um, I started watching Vinland Saga. And it was incredible. It was awesome. From Thor's being a badass to Thorfinn's agony and rage and frustration that I related to, going through life with a single-minded purpose reminded me a lot of most shonen protagonists, specifically Aaron Yeager. They had a lot in common. And all the characters had some form of complexity. Askeladd being the surrogate father to Thorfinn and Thorical just being comedic relief, to be honest. That man was hilarious. And I, I, the dub I ended up watching was the Netflix dub, except for one episode, which was episode 20, which sucks because I watched all 19 episodes and, and Netflix's dub. And then the, that one episode, which is one of Thorical's best performance like that was one of his biggest scenes was when he gets really emotional over losing the duel and then having his men kind of interrupt it i had to hear a different voice actor they're both good right they're both good but patrick seats who is the netflix dub voice actor i really enjoyed him historical he also voices endeavor in my hero academia probably a bunch of other big major roles can't think of it off the top of my head but I, I thought it was a lot better for his jolly, massive personality um, that he tends to have, that, that specific demeanor where he's very, I, I want to say he's happy, just high on life, just doing what he loves, which is just fighting and killing people. Um, but he still carries around that jolly disposition. And I think Patrick Seats fits that a lot better. Um, I, I couldn't tell you who the other guy, I, I can't remember who Sentai is. Uh, voice actor was for me. It wasn't bad. It was just a like I never realized the direction that they went in for Sentai. It, it was almost more serious. Um, there was a lot more cussing. I'll tell you what, man. Um, the dialogue was a lot less pretty in the Sentai dub, where the Netflix dub, I'm, which I'm pretty sure Netflix is a lot more. Uh, they like to stay true to the sub and the original works. Um, but the Sentai one, 
actually, I might have it backwards now that I think about it. Disregard everything I just said. Because um, Netflix has a lot more, now that I think, Netflix has a lot more uh, creative freedom. So they can add in a lot more cussing. And I'm, I'm talking like, Thorfinn is like, fuck you, you fucking stupid bastard. Like saying all kinds of wild stuff. Oh, I should probably censor that. Oh, well, my podcast. Um, but in the Sentai dub, it's, it's a lot more, he's like a recluse. He's very cold. He's very calculated. Um, fixated on rage and revenge. Um, yeah, it was a really good show. It was, the music was amazing. The animation was God tier. A little gory for my taste, but I mean, it didn't hold back and I totally respect that. Uh, the ending was really refreshing. I thought it was a little rushed. Um, but you could, you could see and feel the mixed emotions that Dwarfin has when Ascalad is killed. And Ascalad, oh my, the complexity of his character, dude, where he becomes a surrogate father, as I mentioned, to, to Thorfinn. Um, and you really realize, that, I mean, you're starting to realize it as, as he's coaching up Thorfinn when he's dueling uh, Thorkel and he's helping him through everything. He, he teaches him everything he knows and he keeps him safe and he, he trusts him and he eventually starts to care about him. And at the end, when Thorfinn is holding him on the ground, telling him to live, I don't think all of it was for revenge. Because both characters are so complex, you can't really paint, put them in a box. You can't paint them black or white. And that's really good character writing and character development. Um, the, the plot was really, I mean, it was pretty simple in terms of war. You have the Danes trying to take over northern England. Um, but it was just so well done. It was really pretty. It was really, it had moments that brought me to tears, not because it was sad or anything, but just because it was just a beautiful scene. I'm also a crybaby. I do cry a lot. I'll talk about that later (laughs) about one of the other shows that I watched, but I I gave it a 10 out of 10. I immediately went up and said, dude, there's got to be another season coming. And there was, it was confirmed in July. Vinland Saga season two was confirmed and it should be coming next year i presume if it's been in production but for an animation like that like it's done by wit studio and wit studio did attack on titan uh, great pretender um, Sarah for the end uh ranking of kings they did a bunch of really good anime and to have animation like that without making your studio a sweatshop it takes like two years to do so I don't know how long it's been in production. They, the same animation team was working on Ancient Magus Bride and Attack on Titan. Um, and they said that that was a big distraction for them away from Vinland Saga. So I don't know how long it's been in production, but if they're able to get it done by early next year, that would be incredible. That really is a feat. So, but yeah, I really liked it. Most people have already seen Vinland Saga. I'm very late. A lot of my friends are like, dude, you're late to the party. But I really enjoyed it. Um... So that's the first anime I'll, I'll talk about. Um, just just something to consider, something to think about. Uh, if you want to talk about Vinland Saga, hit my line. I'd love to talk about it. Okay, okay, I'm going to end up contradicting myself really quick because I spent the past, like, the first quarter, the first third of the previous segment talking about how, like, I'm a huge dub fan, and I am. But this next anime that I'm going to talk about, I ended up going with the sub instead of the dub, and that's the first time I've ever done that. I've never watched more than a couple episodes. Like, I tried How to Raise a Mummy, 
in sub because it just looks so damn cute. And it was. It was really cute, but it was hard for me to enjoy it because I couldn't really get into it. But I watched uh, Miyako-chan, which is a show about a girl who can see ghosts. Um, And I watched the first two episodes, which are dubbed, but it's simuldubbing, which means that there's weekly releases for the dub. And the dub is kind of behind. They haven't released an episode in like two weeks, three weeks. So I I didn't want to wait. I really liked it. Um, It's a slice-of-life comedy horror. Yeah, you heard that right. It's all those things mixed together. There's an amazing juxtaposition of funny scenes with cute characters and happy, upbeat slice of life. And the music is all slice of lifey with the happy upbeatiness. I I have no synonyms for this, but it's really, really sweet almost where it just has that high school feel, you know, like every other slice of life anime. And then all of a sudden... It drops in this terrifying ghost with just bone-chilling animation style and voices and some sound stuff that it's it really will send a shiver down your spine. I'm not scared easily. I'm the kind of guy who doesn't like watching horror movies because I'll watch and get bored. Um, but I watched this. And I slept with the light on that night. It was terrifying. But you wouldn't expect it when you first watch it. Because it's a really cute show that has really scary ghosts. But the show, I feel like the show is a lot deeper than it seems. Because the main premise is... This girl randomly sees ghosts, and they ask, can you see me? That's one of the big questions. They're always like, can you see me? Can you see me? And it's Mirko, by the way. Uh, Miko, uh, her nickname, which I'm going to call her Miko because I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing her actual name wrong. Um, And she doesn't want to tell them that she can see them. She completely ignores them, which let me tell you, her, her composure is a one because some of the jump scares, like I'm not a sucker for jump scares, but some of them are just really well done because they play off of horror tropes. They take horror tropes and kind of flip it on its head where it's like, okay, so this is the moment where the ghost jumps out and she looks and it's not there. And she's like, all right, now it's here. And then it's as she finally relaxes where it just subtly pops up. And it's not like a big dramatic, like, ah, you know, it's more like a, creepy quiet it's in the corner of the of the room and then without you even noticing it's right next to your face and it's terrifying it's absolutely downright terrifying but there are some moments that are really wholesome um i'm gonna spoil some here there's a scene where she sees a dead old man and that dead old man kind of just sits around he's not trying to do anything and she at the same time she's standing next to an old woman who's alive demented she doesn't know where she is who she is her family and the man just walks up to her and starts giving her numbers she's like what so she types the numbers into her phone and shows it to her so that way she doesn't really like like show that he she can hear the old man and she shows the old woman the numbers and the old woman goes into a safe and her family's like, you're never going to be able to get that safe open, blah, blah, blah. And she gets it open, and it's a present from her old, like, her uh, dead husband. And then immediately, she snaps out of her dementia. The cure's there, and she goes on happy. And the old man just looks at him and just says, thank you. 
and continue go, going on his ghostly way. And it's just really sweet. So, like I said, there's a lot of... It's, it's a deep show for the fact that there's a lot there for everyone. It's a little too etchy for my taste. There's a lot of fan service. I'm not a fan service guy. I, I, I'm really not into, uh, into that kind of stuff. Um, but you can look past it. It's still really good. So after the first two episodes, I went and started watching the sub. And, and I think the reason it worked is because it was slow um, and intense. So I hung on every single word. And I was able to. It allowed me to because it was a slow show. Um, where it's like, if it's really fast-paced, I'm like, holy shit, what's going on? I just see words flying across the screen. Um, I don't know Japanese, and I do not have the mental capacity to learn it. So... I, I really enjoyed it. I'd recommend it. To, I already recommended it to another friend of mine. He's He watched it, um, or he's currently watching it now. And, I mean, he, he was surprised, too. He he went in cold like I did, and we neither one of us really had any idea what the show was about. And he watched it cold, and he was like, dude, like this is this is good. Good recommendation. I was like, ha, I know anime. And um, I, I had a great time watching that show. And I, I, I hope there's more. They introduced a, a character late, um who thinks she has psychic powers, and that girl thinks that Miko has psychic powers, when all she, Miko can see really strong ghosts. She has a gift that no one else on the planet has, while this other side character can see ghosts, but not on the same level. So there's a huge miscommunication and disconnect throughout the entire show, and because Miko can't tell her she can see ghosts, it's really hard for them to communicate that. Um, and then there's a, a cat killer. Um, there's just a lot going on. I'm not going to spoil too much. I already spoiled enough as it is. But as we all know, this is not a, a spoiler-free podcast. Um, so please, feel go watch it. Go watch it and tell me how you thought. Like, I want to know. I want to know, am I the only one who really enjoyed the show? Am I the only one who fell in love with this show? Um, as good anime, it's amazing animation for what it is. It doesn't try to be a shonen. It doesn't try to be anything it's not. It really does just have amazing animation for something so simple um the ghosts are horrifying i'm telling you like google it like if you don't believe me google miracle chan ghost anime go google it and you'll see that wow man this is terrifying plus like with the voices and it's eerie and ah it's it's so terrifying so that that's that one uh, and I, I that one might be in the top 10 too who knows all right, we're going to do a little sidebar right now um, while I talk about a few things. I'm going to put my hair back up in a bun. Um, I have to apologize because I am just a college student who moved back in with his parents. I'm flat broke. I don't have any recording equipment. I am talking into my phone under a blanket in my room right now. I know for a fact because I listened to it um, that you can hear my dogs in the background upstairs. Um... And I know the audio quality isn't very good because I, I, I was listening to the clips because um, this uh, this app is great. It lets me break things up into segments and do all kinds of fun stuff with it uh, without needing a computer. No, I'm not sponsored. Don't ask. Um, I, I just I just am a, an appreciator of good quality stuff, okay? Nothing wrong with giving free shout-outs every now and then. But... Yeah, so I just want to apologize because I know that it, sometimes it's really painful to listen to bad audio. Especially because, like, it kind of, like, punches you in the face sometimes where it's like, damn, that's loud. Um, I could try to do an ASMR, but I don't think I'd be very good at that. The slippery snake slipped down the well. 
see, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, we're, we're not going to do that. Um, but sorry, 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 sorry. I, I know I'm digressing here. Let me get back to the anime. Let me get back to the anime. Sorry about that. And yeah, the reason I repeated myself is because uh, my phone is stupid, so I go to hit stop on the recording, and uh, it kind of doesn't work. So it's me repeating myself. I also just recorded an entire, like, nine-minute segment, but then at the very end, my dog started barking so loudly, you couldn't even hear me. So I was like, all right, screw this. I guess we'll re-record it. Um, the next show I'm going to talk about is one I never really thought was for me, but uh, my friends recommended it countless times, and that would be Violet Evergarden. Now, many people are like, ah, yeah, you're late. We all knew Violet Evergarden was gas. We all knew it was fire. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I finally got around to it because when I first saw visuals for it and I saw it on Twitter, I was like, that show, I don't think that show is for me. Just doesn't seem like it. Um, doesn't seem like something I'd be interested in. And then, you know, I'm running out of shows to watch. I've seen over 400 anime. And I, I'm running out of shows I can watch and enjoy. I don't want to watch trash anime just because I'm bored. So I was like, ah, what do I have to lose? Let's go try it. So I, I hop on Netflix and I turn on Violet Evergarden. And this is the part of the show where I talk about me being an absolute crybaby. I watched the show and, uh, you know, well, I'm still watching, actually. I was on episode 10 and I was like, hey, you know, let's go make a podcast. That seems like a great idea. Happy New Year's. Woo! Um, Violet Evergarden is a former soldier. And the war ends. She is a 14-year-old girl who spent her entire life in the military as a weapon. And does not know anything about empathy or emotions. Because she had to refrain from all of those things. And now she has to go live an actual life. Her commanding officer told her, I love you, as his dying words. And she didn't know what that meant. So she goes and she becomes one of those typewriter girls. Uh, it's called a doll. Which is fitting because she looks like a doll. One of the very common simil like similes that they use regularly throughout the show. And um, she wants to understand what I love you means. So as you can understand, it's a, it's a girl who it's almost like a robot learning to love. You know, she, she's trying to figure out how to love. And in her line of work, she writes letters for people who don't know how to write. And so in that line of work, you have to have empathy and you have to understand emotion, have a high emotional intelligence so you can say the words that others can't say on their own. And so she wants to do this job to learn about not only the emotions of others, but her own emotions that she doesn't even understand, as well as the emotions of the one that she looked up to, the one that said, I love you, it was like Lieutenant Gilbert, Colonel Gilbert, I know it was Gilbert. And she just wants to understand. And there are so many goddamn beautiful scenes in this anime. It's like every single show has a heart, like heart wrenching, a very touching plot. Because it's pretty episodic for the most part. There's there's a long running plot, but every episode has a different little side quest for Violet. And, and it really is just such a sweet show. Uh, my favorite episode so far would be the one with the playwright 
it's a drunk playwright who you can tell was going through mourning and, and lost something. And he's writing a story. And Violet reminded him of somebody. It was of the daughter of his that died of cancer. After his wife, her mother, had already died of an illness. And it's probably one of the most iconic scenes in the show. It's the one I've seen on Twitter where she's running across the lake with a, a parasol. His story was written for his daughter, and it was the story that he never got to tell her. And she always said she was going to run across the lake with a parasol. And that's how he ended his story. It was just, there's so much. You're going to have to go and watch because I'm not good at explaining. But it was such a pretty scene, man, with the music. Let me tell you, if you want to write a heart-wrenching like show, slice of life, romance, doesn't matter. If you want people to be touched emotionally, you better spend a large portion of your budget on a good sound director, a, a sound team. Your ADR has got to be fantastic because music is everything for that. The animation was beautiful with all kinds of vibrant colors. And it was like, like it was 3D animation, but it was so seamless you couldn't even tell it was 3D uh, animation with like 360 turns of her like going across this lake on a bright sunny day. It was so fucking pretty. And the music was just so breathtaking. And it really is in the show. The music is always really good in the show. And uh, I'm not done yet. I I think I, there's 13 episodes, I think. So I think I got like three left. And uh, she just found out Gilbert's dead. So she's not taking it very well. So that's going to be the next episode. Is how she moves on. Copes, grieves, and accepts her own emotions. So, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's a good show. Top 10 worthy? No. Good show? Very much so. Um, so, it, it hit my line if you want to talk about Violet Evergarden. Uh, that one's very open to interpretation. There's a lot of different complex emotional plots going on. So, if you want to talk about that, hey, go right ahead. You know where to find me on Twitter. The most fun part about recording these is how hot it gets under this blanket so if i sound out of breath it's because i have been under this blanket for like 30 minutes and it gets really hot um kind of exhausting never knew recording a podcast would be so difficult and and the thing is most of this is like one take like i pretty much say what i gotta say in the segment Maybe listen to the first 10 seconds to make sure I don't sound like a, like an idiot and move on. Like, I, I don't do a lot of editing. I don't do a lot of re-recording. I'm just kind of under this blanket. Just like get this over with. So that there's that. So it's very hot under here. Uh, fun fact. But this part, I think it's we're going to go into some of my recent watches that I haven't finished. And the reason I haven't finished them yet is because uh, they are simuldubs, which I talked about earlier being like the weekly releases. So these are shows that like if you're a, a sub fan, like they're out, they've been out, they've been finished, but they're getting dubbed right now, so they're behind. Uh, the first one I'll talk about is The Faraway Paladin, which is on Crunchyroll. And The Faraway Paladin's about this kid who, it's an isekai. I'm a slut for isekais. Anyone who knows me knows I am an absolute whore for isekai. 
Um, and it, it's a it's an isekai where the main character is reborn into another world where there's only three beings that he knows. It's a ghost who's a mage, an undead giant skeleton man who's a warrior, and a zombie who is a saint. Like, she, she's a praying saint or whatever. And they raise him. And uh, the characters are really cool. I'm only like four episodes in, and already you know that there's not a lot of people um this kid seems to be the only human being and something is amiss the op is cool it's really good this show it just screams this is going to be great like when i first watched um platinum end which i'll talk about in a second and when i first watched to your eternity i watched the first episode and i watched the ops and i was like dude dude this is so good. This is great. I don't really know about much about Farway Pal. I didn't know um, it was getting made. I, I haven't heard of the, the source material, whether it's manga, webtoons, uh, light novel, web novel. I, I don't know. Um, but so far, I really like it. I, I don't have much to say about it too much, um, except for, you know, Will, kind of a crybaby. Um, but, you know, the biggest crybabies turn into the, the biggest badasses. By by the end of the show, because that just seems to be the pattern. I'm um, the second. I'll talk about. I'll go ahead and talk about Platinum End. Platinum End. You know, most people have seen it. A lot of people have already seen it. Twenty four episodes. It's written by the same person that wrote Death Note, and you can tell it has the same animation style. It's got the same. Feel. I, I I watched it and was like, this is Death Note. Like this is literally Death Note, just written another way. Like, just with a different premise. So I looked it up, and it is the same guy who wrote Death Note. Or girl, I, I don't know. Um, and Platinum End is so good. This kid, he hates life, dude. He's so alone. He feels like he's worthless, miserable. He just wants to be happy, so he goes to kill himself. And then he's saved by an angel. Which is really funny because I'm currently writing a light novel in which I'm the start of my isekai is a really similar premise where this kid goes to kill himself and he's saved by uh, a demon. Well, it's actually an unholy god, but I'm not going to get into that. And um, she gives him wings and some arrows. One is a love arrow that makes you fall in love with the person for 30 days. The other is a white arrow that kills them automatically. And... He is instantly a god candidate. He's fighting other god candidates for the right to be god. And he didn't want any of this. You know, he just wanted to be happy. He, he, his parents died. They were murdered by his uncle, who then took him in and abused him. So he used the red arrow, made his aunt fall in love with him, and used that power to kill herself. Because she knew about the murder. And, it was a, and that's, this is all like the first episode. It's crazy. And then, you know, there's some badass character design. Because they all think they're superheroes, all the god candidates. So they all start dressing up in these wild, like, wildly designed costumes and stuff. Looking like superheroes. And it looks really, really cool. I really like it. The angels. Dude, the angels have really cool character designs. That's something where I always notice it. I'm watching the OP, like, because, you know, you always have to watch the OP. And, um, I 
the angels, dude. There's something about the angels where it's just like it feels badass, but they don't even try to be badass. It's just otherworldly. I don't know. I really like it. Um, Platinum Man, I'm really excited for. That's been pretty consistent. I think I'm on episode eight. Um, it's really good. The next show, uh, Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire is the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated into another world as an aristocrat. These light novel titles are so long. But that one, like, every, like I had a friend who recommended it to me. And he hyped it up, but I really don't love it. It's good. You know, I'm a slut for isekais. So I'm going to like it. But it's just... It doesn't make a lot of sense. So the world's finest assassin finally gets op, right? He finally gets caught up and he gets murked. And he gets reincarnated by the request of a goddess who is like, you have to kill the hero or else the world ends. And so he gets a bunch of powers and he's basically doing the exact same thing he did in his previous life in this new life. And I'm just like, okay, cool. He's just a kid now. With magic. That's incredible. This is cool. And there's some badass moments, but it's more like, why, what's the problem? Like, I get it. You're trying to kill the hero, but is that it? Is, that, is there any development? Like, so far, I've seen no development. None. None. It's so lame. I hate it. Um, that's it for that show. The last one I'll talk about in this little quick fire thing is, is Fina Pirate Princess, which I also may have not watched on good streaming terms but that show like it looked really good like the animation looked fire fina the pirate princess or i guess it's just fina pirate pirate princess um the animation's awesome dude like it, it's got that crunchyroll original feel to it like tower of god kiznaiver it's just got that feel to it um but i i watched three episodes and i was bored to tears I was like, dude, what's the point? She's trying to figure something out for her dead dad. I don't know, man. What's the why? Why do they have to figure it out? And why is she the only one who can do it? They haven't really explained this. Like, I know that's like plot for previous, like for later episodes, but dude, I'm just bored. I don't want to watch this anymore. Like, there's just too many plot holes that they're just not addressing. And there's this forced romance with the main protagonist where. They're just forcing her to fall in love with the, her childhood friend. And I'm like, dude, they haven't seen each other in like 10 years. We have no background on them. This feels really forced. Like, I, I don't feel any hope that they end up together. It's just weird. Like, it, there's just not a lot to it. There's not a lot of depth. Not a lot of substance. Um, it looked really good, though. I mean, it looks, looks great. If you're just watching... A person who likes to watch animation. Really good for you. I highly recommend that. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, kind of the ones I'm currently watching at the moment. So, I, I, I'm going to try to keep updated tabs on the simuldubs that I keep watching. Just so everyone can see it. And everyone can keep track with me if you guys want to watch along. So that's about it for the new stuff I've been watching recently. Uh, I think I'm going to try to do a bi-weekly release if I continued using this format. 
and have one be like new watches and like updates on my current and new watches as well as like the second episode throughout the week would be what I'm rewatching and a little bit of a conversation about what I'm rewatching but that's uh that's about it um I know it's a little short but I like I said I I just suddenly was like let's go make a podcast and hopefully you guys are watching the same shows. Like, hopefully you guys know these anime well. If you don't, go watch them. Like, yeah, I spoiled them for you. But frankly, if you haven't seen them, why didn't you go watch them immediately before I spoiled them? But even if it's spoiled, like, let's talk about it. I, the, I really enjoy these shows. There's not one I talked about where I'm not having a good time watching it. Because most of the, like, if I don't like an anime, like, I, I know a lot of people. There's a girl I met on, on Tinder where we were talking about anime. And she's like, oh, I have to finish every single anime I start. And I respect that. Yeah, finish what you started. Good for you. But I can't do that. If I don't like something, why am I going to watch? Like she, she was talking about Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, my Seven Deadly Sins, that show sucks. Like, the first season was alright, but Meliodas is grooming Elizabeth. Like, that show is creepy, Like and it doesn't even make sense anymore. It's gone off the rails. She's like, yeah, it sucks, but I'm going to keep watching so I can say I finished. And I'm like, why? Why? You're torturing yourself. You are literally torturing yourself. Don't watch something that you don't want to watch. So that's why all my current like watches, I enjoy. Because let me tell you, if I didn't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I did with Fina Pirate Princess and drop it. But I will mention it to you people about when I started it, how far I got, and the reason why I dropped it. So that way you know my opinion and my feelings on it. And maybe... It can help you make your decision on whether you should drop a terrible show or not. But then again, in your opinion, it might be an awesome show, which is where we have the conversation. Look at the podcast making progress on conversations. But it's 11.06 p.m. Eastern time. 2021 is coming to a close. And we're going into 2022. I know times are tough. Omicron is ripping through the world. Specifically, if you're in my country, the United States, it's it's ripping through us because our government doesn't really care about us. But that's besides the point. I know things look bleak. They just dropped the documentary, Don't Look Up. I say documentary because it was meant to be a, a comedy, movie, a satire. But it just felt so real. And so I know things are going downhill. But if you want to take 45 minutes out of your day and listen to this just broke college kid with nothing to lose talk about anime, that'd be really appreciated. And I would love to talk to all of you about anime. Whatever your takes are, hit me with them. Let's talk about them. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for always listening. 
I will do my best to continue posting here and continue having conversations. I'm going to go get McDonald's. Happy New Year, everyone. Oh, 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 oh. Before you go, before you go, I have to give my PSA. Please stay hydrated, drink your water, take your vitamins, eat your fruits and veggies, and mask up, son. I want everyone to stay safe out there. Protect yourselves and protect each other. Let's make 2022 better than 2021. Which, frankly, we're starting from rock bottom, so all we have to go is up. Take care.